0: Good afternoon. We welcome along Peter Mullen for Health and Wellbeing for this Tuesday afternoon. Very interesting topic today.
1: You're going to explore asthma. That's right, Dave. And over 2 million Australians have asthma, so that's 1 in 10 people. So We're it's quite, f- quite surprising, the statistics.
0: Has the approach to
1: dealing with asthma changed over the years? Look, it, it, it has not it hasn't. Like The standard medical approach is still to use um, steroid-based drugs to treat the um, symptoms of asthma. And it is a very difficult condition to, to treat. But um the great news is that there are a lot of great things that you can do to help manage your asthma naturally and that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's
0: interesting Peter that they, they treat the symptoms but they're not looking at treating the cause.
1: Yeah absolutely because we, we think of or, or asthma really is caused by an immune imbalance. It's not a it's an immune imbalance but it ends up affecting the lung lung tissue. And often um, people with asthma, you usually inherit the tendency. So things like sinus, asthma, eczema and hay fever run in families. And so you sort of inherit the tendency. Environmental factors can be triggers. Dust pollen pollution, dust mite, westerly winds, change in temperature. Diet always plays a big role and that's mm-hmm. a big part of where we come in from a, a naturopathic point of view. In, is, in
0: what way does diet affect it An impact on well, it?
1: Well, this is really interesting. Like asthma, asthma is not totally caused by allergy. I think about to, to one out of three um, kids with asthma is caused by allergy. Um, other other triggers can be um, other causes can be intolerances. So with um, an allergy, like it's where the body's um, recognising something as foreign that it shouldn't be recognising as foreign. So the immune system gets confused, and then the immune system produces cells like mast cells, eosinophils, that release histamine and other inflammatory chemicals into the tissue trying to push these toxins out. Mm-hmm. But it's in the immune system releasing these chemicals is what causes the tissue to swell up and all the mucus to be produced. So certain foods that if, say, if someone's eating, say, something that they're intolerant to or allergic like dairy products, um, wheat can be common, um, um, soy products, for some people it's fish, some people it's eggs. If they're eating something on a continuous continuous basis, it keeps their whole immune system Turned too far up, and that from there it's not too far then to bring on an asthma attack if they come in contact with something they've inhaled or some dust or whatever. So, the, the initial stage, what we from a naturopathic point of view, what we would do is look, try and work out what someone's actual triggers are, particularly focusing on things from a dietary point of view first.
0: And how should they approach their diet once they know that?
1: Well, you need to avoid those foods. And the interesting thing with the, these cells I was talking about, these mast cells and eosinophils they can take two two months for the effects of these for the levels of these cells to actually settle back down mm-hmm. that's why it's so hard to treat because you might go off the offending food for a couple of weeks but the actual effect of these cells and the chemicals they can produce can take two months to wash out of the out of the tissue for the tissue to actually respond so um yeah you have to avoid these foods initially but um one of one of the the areas that that we focus on very much from a naturopathic point of view is going back to the cause of why someone's got allergies or intolerances in the first place and that is where we often start to look more at the gut function and how the the gut sort of how well someone's digesting their food in the first place
0: and what can you do then when you're looking at that
1: well there's some very specific testing that can be done to determine if someone's got... You know, we've talked about on the show before about leaky gut. Yes. So leaky gut often is associated with people developing allergies and intolerances in the first place. And leaky gut's caused by damage to the gut wall from, say, things like antibiotics or by eating you know, certain foods as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because 60 to 70% of the immune system is based around the gut, if the gut wall becomes irritated or inflamed, the whole immune system gets turned on. And then if there are an increased number of these cells in response to that, they'll end up in these tissues where then you're going to get an asthma attack. So we come right back to the basis, and one of the best things to really start to help that gut is to get onto very specific strains of probiotics.
0: Peter Mullin is with us today, and we're talking about asthma. Now, with asthma, it may not necessarily be the environment that is the cause and the trigger for you, but it might be dietary, Peter.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like foods, even with um with children, a lot. Like we find that um if they're eating foods that have a lot of additives and preservatives, some of those additives and preservatives, and crazy as it sounds, they're legally allowed to be put into our food supply, will cause symptoms of asthma, and um allergies in some kids.
0: Can you then isolate and narrow narrow down what one of those preservatives? Yeah, may well, be that's the, allergic
1: to? that's the that's the challenge. Like all, um, and even adults. Remember last week we had um I think Greg rang up talking about a a potential difficulty breathing or or allergy reaction he was having to chemicals being sprayed. So that's the challenge is to try and find the triggers. So from a dietary point of view, first off, you can do a a food allergy test, either a blood test or Mm. the doctor can organize a skin prick test. So that can be really valuable for if you suspect things like dust mite, because often I find a lot of people that have asthma have quite an underlying severe dust mite allergy as well as well as maybe foods and other things. So determining the allergies is important because then that gives you scope to try and reduce, because you have to reduce the exposure. Yes, You can't stick, keep sticking your head in the gas oven every day and expecting a different response. Um, so if blood testing, prick skin prick testing for allergies, you can also then do a food intolerance test as well. And food intolerance picks up all the other foods that are problematic that aren't necessarily an allergy. Mm-hmm. Then... We always recommend, obviously, avoiding the additives and preservatives. But for some people, if they're really, really sensitive, we have to do a f- elimination diet. So elimination diet is where, for a three three up to six week period, we recommend a really quite a strict diet. That'd be intense. It is intense, yeah. but for some people, it makes a massive difference. And then and then we rechallenge things. So for three days, if we're suspecting that dairy is an issue, um, then what we'll do is we'll do the Keep off dairy for the three to six weeks, and then for three days, that person has you know a couple of serves of milk twice a day for the three days. And but I find most of the times, by the time we cut out a lot of these foods, most people are pretty clued on as to actually what foods are going to be more of a problem for them.
0: Mm. How how often do you come across someone who is quite sensitive with your asthma?
1: Uh, asthmatics generally tend to be very sensitive mm-hmm. because of the, the nature of the condition. Their immune system is so super turned on all the time. Like you or I could breathe. If you had asthma, you and I could breathe in the same mm. fresh air and your immune system goes crazy and yeah. releases these cells that produce these chemicals. Counter the individual. Yeah. yeah. And that's the challenge with the, the medical model a little bit with asthma, life-saving as it is and absolutely critical and absolutely beneficial. But, they're kind of trying to use steroids to sort of suppress all of that inflammatory response. Mm. But they don't always stop to think, well, hang on a minute. Can we actually do something else to reduce? Because you've got to treat it from the inside out. Mm. you know. And that's why we always come back and start with the, looking at the gut and the diet as well as, you know, because that's where the immune system really comes from.
0: Peter, how common is it now in young boys and girls, you know, coming through and, and developing asthma? And you find that they It's tried-
1: increased. Well, I remember when I was at school, um, I think five years ago, Oh, sorry, 25. No, sorry, 35 years ago. Um, I don't think I knew anyone that had an asthma puffer. Mm. Do you remember anyone at school that had asthma? Mm. But by the time my children were at um, swimming lessons, uh, Matthew's now 21, by the time my kids were at swimming lessons, there was a massive, you know, all these asthma puffers lined up at the end of the, the block. So in a short period of time, allergies really do seem to be on the increase.
0: So why is that? In, say, 30, 35 years, there's this massive change.
1: Oh, look, I, th- I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a um, um, change in, in our chemical exposure. You know, there's a lot more chemicals and toxins around than what there was mm-hmm. 35 years ago. Um, additives and preservatives have come into our diet and you know, play a pretty big part in a lot of people's diets. Yeah. Um, I think when kids are being born, they're born already allergic or their immune system's already a bit out of balance, and that's got a lot to do with... Mum's um, immunity and mum's health, and even the whole birth process, possibly as well. Explain that to us, and how that you can benefit from
0: the proper birthing pro- process.
1: Well, it's a it's it, it's a concept where when a when a um a baby's in in the uterus, like the baby's digestive tract is sterile. That's the common, the most recent understanding of what's going on in the gut through the natural birth process. The fluid gets pumped out of the baby's digestive tract. Baby and lungs. The baby takes in air and will also take on board any bacteria that's in the vaginal canal. So that's the baby's first inoculation with hopefully friendly bacteria because it's the bacteria that go to set up that whole gut ecology Mm -hmm. and start to help the child develop their immune system, even to the point of developing tolerance or intolerance to what it eats, what the child eats. So that first inoculation with good bacteria and then hopefully um, breastfeeding, colostrum, you know, the first stages of breast milk really set up that whole ecology through the gut.
0: So what about the child born of a caesarean? Well,
1: look, there's still still definitely things that, that mums can do. Um, there is an increased risk of um, allergies and intolerances if kids are born through caesarean. Um, but even things like um, if you've got a really good probiotic, painting a little bit of probiotic around the nipple before they're breastfeeding, um, making sure that their diet is really as good as possible when they first are introduced to um, solid foods. Um, you know, don't add um, heavy-to-digest foods until way past the 12-month mark. Um, but definitely, I would recommend using things like probiotics and even essential fatty acids from a fairly early age to really try and encourage that child's gut to, to be become developed or balanced as quickly as possible.
0: So, Peter, as nutrients go, and for health, the breastfeeding really is a plus.
1: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, so so much research showing the, the, the absolute benefits of breastfeeding over formula-fed. You're listening to Health and Wellbeing. We do it every Tuesday afternoon
0: from midday till around twelve thirty-five, twelve forty. And today, Peter Mullen with us talking about asthma. And we're talking about, you've been mentioning probiotics and things like that. How can they assist us with asthma?
1: Uh, well, anything you can do to sort of really reorganize or rebalance the gut flora. And there's a particular strain I've talked about on this program before um, that's been shown to be really beneficial for anyone with sinus, asthma, eczema or hay fever. And that's a, a lactobacillus rhamnosus strain or LGG. So very specific probiotics. Um, diet, we talked about um, balancing your omega-3 and omega-6. We all eat too many omega-6 oils.
0: And What sort of foods contain those?
1: Uh, omega-6 are in things like um, um, uh, a lot of vegetable oils. So we're eating a lot more vegetable oil these days, yes, yes. olive oil, etc., but we're not having enough of the omega-3s. So it's the imbalance often. It's not just that we need more omega-3s. It's just that we're overloading the system yeah. with too many omega-6s. Um, which are more inflammatory opposed to the omega-3s. Uh, new research has confirmed the connection between a lack of vitamin D and an increase in um, asthma attacks in adults. So, again, vitamin D is coming up as the the, the ultimate vitamin for any immune imbalance. What includes imbalance. vitamin D in it? Uh, eggs, yes. dairy, but the best vitamin D, obviously, is sun exposure. Out in the sun, yeah. If yeah. You can get it. Yep. Which we're all so averse to these yeah. days. Uh, magnesium can really help. People that have asthma attacks, magnesium is important, helping to relax smooth muscles, and vitamin C is probably one of my best um, natural antihistamines that I recommend for that. People that have asthma, but again, the trick is to try and find out what your individual trigger or cause is, and always to start by working on healing and repairing the gut.
0: Peter, how do asthmatics
1: go with nuts and grains and things like that? Well, again, it depends what you're intolerant to. Yeah, like I've had um, people in the past that are very reactive to nuts and seeds. Mm. And yet, you know, everyone thinks that they're a really healthy food. So it's a matter of trying to determine out what, what your individual reactions are to. Do you have a health talk coming up soon on asthma? Yeah, we do. We have one tonight, yep. um, managing allergies naturally. And in that, I'll be talking more about um, sinus, asthma, eczema, and hay fever, but a bit more about how it all happens and how it all comes about. And we also have another talk next Tuesday on managing ass, uh, allergies naturally as well. And where's that at and what time? It's at our, at our office in Murray Street. And at six thirty. So okay. if people want to know more they can get onto our website, mullenhealth.com.au.
0: Now just to finalise today, what else can you share with us about asthma? Um,
1: that's a good question.
0: <laughs> You've covered most of
1: it. I have covered I have covered a wide range of things. Uh, the other thing that's really important, as I said, is um to find out your triggers get tested you really have to focus on treating the gut to get the immune system balanced but also to look into look into other um, concomitant allergies like if if your kids are in a room and they're also allergic to dust mite and they've got asthma you really need to manage the dust mite scenario so that's timber floors if you can manage it get rid of soft furnishings Mm. get uh, dust mite protected Um, duna covers and pillowcases so it can make a massive difference my son when he was younger was quite reactive to dust mite and also mold Mm. and um, his bedroom was at the southern end of the house and we went away on holidays one time and came back and found mold had grown in the back Mm. of his wardrobe which was the absolute worst thing for him for his he had more sinus and rhinitis so again you've really got to be looking for that environment because it's often a low-grade environmental trigger just keeps that immune system topped up and then they're going to be more reactive then to the foods they're eating as well. So you have to be a bit of a detective to sort it out, but there's a lot of things you can do to really help manage asthma much more now, Peter,
0: mullinhealth.com.au, we can find more details there.
1: Yeah, and we've got a great blog actually on in our blog section yes. on managing, at, like talking about asthma particularly.
0: And still room tonight if anyone's interested in coming along? I think
1: there's a couple of spots still left. What phone number can we call to reserve our interest? Four nine six one four is great. Great
0: topic. Let's talk again next week in health and wellbeing. All right,
1: Dave. Thanks, mate.